Good morning. It's 8-12 with Kevin and Taylor. So Taylor's back and my voice decides to leave. Yeah. What's <laughs> up with that? I don't know. I feel fine. Uh, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. So, uh, but anyhow, uh, we're so glad you're back. And boy, what a week you have been through. Yeah. You guys have heard me talk about my dad for years on the show. Um, he has MS and um, his body is uh, completely broken down to the point where he couldn't even feed himself anymore. And my mom was mostly his caregiver, but there were a few other, there were three beautiful, amazing women that would come in just for about four or five hours a day. Mm -hmm. And they would give my dad a shower and help him with some other um, personal things and just give my mom just a slight little break in the mornings. And um, dad was trucking along. I mean, um, I I went down in early December and uh, was able to spend time. He definitely was... Um, having some slips, like he wasn't communicating as well. And we didn't know if it was his hearing or if mm. um, he had had some mini strokes. Um, but he was still had that, like that bright light in his eye and he would giggle and things like that. And um, I got, I was on the phone with my mom called me on the morning of December 31st. And she's like, hi, honey. She calls everyone honey. And she couldn't remember if I was still with Glenn's family for the holidays or if I was back home. And I said, oh, no, we're still with Glenn's family. And she's like, oh, I couldn't remember. And then all of a sudden she goes, honey, I got to go. And I kind of thought I heard the caregiver in the background. And it went with the most harrowing about 30, 40 minutes of my life. Because you think like, well, maybe there was just like, I don't know. Knock at the door or something. Knock at the door. I, I mean, I thought I heard the caregiver yell. But I wasn't sure. And you hope like maybe there was just a mess that needed mm. to be cleaned up and uh, found out that while the caregiver was showering my dad, um, he somehow just he's, you know, he's like Stephen Hawking. He can't do anything. He fell out of the chair mm. and hit his head in two places. And the they called 911 and they were rushing him to the ER and um, my dad had, uh, we got the diagnosis after an MRI that he had a brain bleed mm. and then it moved to the other side of his brain. Um, and then we got word that um, that they were sending him home and getting hospice nurses. And we knew um, it was time to come say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And um, so I hopped on a plane and um, it was so hard for everyone to, you know, hurry up and just get there. And one sister drove, and um, so we all were able to have this precious time with Dad. I, I stroked his hair a lot, and mm-hmm. um, I just I talked real loud in his ear because you know they didn't have his hearing aids in, but they said the last thing to go is the hearing. So I was like, Dad, mm. you're the best dad ever. I love you so much, and just tried to say everything I wanted to say. Um, and then we were just like hoping and praying. There were two sisters coming from the farthest. Um, and they weren't going to get there until two o'clock in the morning. And I had met the night nurse and um, knew it could be really awkward. So I said, listen, when you get here, I want you to wake me up and I want you to, I'm going to get the night nurse out and give you time alone with dad and, mm-hmm. and you know, guide you through that. And they were mm-hmm. like, okay. And um, they got there what, the night before they had said, he probably has days. And when the night nurse said that, I just my heart just broke. I thought, no, we can't watch dad suffer like this for days. Mm. It's too much. And so, um, he's, when I went in to tell him, Hey, my sisters are here. He said, yeah, I told him, hang in there, buddy. He's, they're going to be here soon. 
and they they got in there and they they were able to you know hug dad and and try to tell him how much they loved him mm. and then we went and had a prayer right in front of the christmas tree i said will you guys please pray with me and we gathered together the three of us that were up my mom was asleep and we just begged god to take dad home before the sun came up mm. to escort him into paradise he had been talking about heaven for so many years and he wanted to be there so badly. Mm. And we didn't want to see him suffer for two more days or three more days. And um, my mom ran in at like 5.29 a.m. and said, it's time. And we ran down the hall and, and my mom was able to just tell him how much she loves him. And he took his last breath. And mm. um, Wow. And it, it's it's so hard for us because we're hurting so much. But my mom has been so strong. And she said, how can I be upset? My lover, my sweetheart got his dream. He wanted to be with Jesus. And now he's there. Mm. And she, her faith has meant so much to her five daughters and the mm -hmm. rest of the family through this whole thing. It's just been unbelievable. And and it was like my dad hang on. He hung on to say goodbye to everybody. What a gift it's that was! Such a gift. Um, yeah. I mean, everyone says that when you, you know, you'll have those conversations. You go, well, how how would you like to go? Well, in my bed at home, surrounded by loved right. ones. Right. And my dad got that. He got yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Mm. So there's a lot to be grateful for within our sadness. And mm -hmm. the biggest thing I just want to say to anyone. Um, if you could just, maybe my dad could inspire you. If you've been ignoring Jesus and his love for you and that he has his arms out stretched for you and he died on the cross for your sins and you know that you, he's waiting for you mm. to accept that forgiveness and accept that love, do it today and honor my dad. Mm. And that you have that same assurance that you know where you're going, mm. that you're going to be with him in paradise.